The Forward Thinker Show is available on Apple and Spotify podcasts. Hey, it's Coral, and welcome to The Forward Thinker Show, the podcast where we share the stories and expertise of global leaders in business and technology. Today, we're joined by Gabriel Quitos, uh, president of SHIP FIU and also a tech consultant and an ex-Ivy League student. So tune in, and we're going to have some fun today. Okay, Gabriel, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you're you for good. having me today. Okay, thank you for coming. Thank you so much. I, I do want to start. Like, where where are you from? Where'd you grow up? So I was born and raised here in Miami, mm-hmm. and but my parents are Peruvian, mm-hmm. and they came, they immigrated when in like their 20s. Mm-hmm. So maybe around the 90s is when they came over. Are You're an engineer, right? Like, what's your major now? Yeah, so technically my major is called interdisciplinary engineering. Mm. And all that is is basically what I'm learning in that curriculum is to be a good engineer, you need to know more than just engineering. You need mm-hmm. to know some business. You mm-hmm. need to know how to communicate mm-hmm. some ethics involved. Oh, so it's okay. a more well-rounded, a well-rounded. approach oh, to engineering. Okay. So how did you get into that? So... I didn't know I wanted to do interdisciplinary. I hadn't even heard of it. Mm-hmm. It was when I was up at UPenn, that's mm-hmm. where the University of Pennsylvania. I was there studying mechanical engineering. Mm-hmm. I was there for two and a half years, and I realized that I didn't really want to be an engineer mm-hmm. when I graduated. Mm-hmm. And all the stuff that I was learning was super heavy on the technical stuff, and I wanted more technical and like hard and soft skills. I was just learning hard skills. Mm-hmm. So then, and I also knew that I wanted to come back home because. Just like the community at Penn was not what I was used to mm-hmm. being at home. So I was like, okay, let me find a major that I want that's closer to home, which is where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And then I come across the interdisciplinary major where it's like, oh, you can design and customize your own major. And I was like, really? Okay. Really? Yeah, like I get to pick my own concentration. Mm-hmm. And when I looked at the curriculum, there was a lot of, there's a class called human centered design. There's a class called Engineering Professional Development. So I like because that's exactly what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think I was going to find it. But yeah, I found it where I wanted mm-hmm. it to be. And it's been great ever since. So how is it like going to an Ivy League like that? So I think in some ways I felt like, okay, I found my people. And in other ways, I was like, I'm, I'm like an iso- isolated person there. An isolated person. Yeah, because growing up, I... Like, I was, like, top of my class graduating. Mm-hmm. I felt like I could pick things up quick. I was a really fast learner. And when mm-hmm. I went to, F- to UPenn, mm-hmm. that's when I learned that, like, oh, I'm among the best students. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, one of the smartest. I'm, like, an average student here. Yeah. And it was great being surrounded by all those, like, driven people, super smart people, like, way above average. And I was like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, these people have that same drive that I do, the same priorities that I do. But then that was on the surface level Mm. then when I really got to know them I realized that maybe our priorities weren't the same Mm -hmm. because growing up like I had a strong focus on family Mm -hmm. on like having that community yes whereas opposed to the community in Penn it's a lot more like individualistic yeah yeah and uh, also a lot of people are from either the northeast or from the west coast I was one of the few people from even Florida Wow. Yeah. Was it, like, competitive in, in nature? Was it competitive? Because I've heard of, like, it's even competitive to get into the clubs that are inside the schools. Is that, like, a, a 
correct thing or yeah i would say it also depends a lot on the major so mm-hmm. there's different colleges at penn mm-hmm. so there's a college of engineering mm-hmm. and then for example there's warden the mm-hmm. college of business i think it's like the top in the country yeah so warden especially is very cutthroat like it's mm-hmm. known for like i don't even want to help you on your homework because there's curves in the class and if i help you that'll affect the curve Oh, my God. Yeah. That's crazy. Luckily, in engineering, the professors, which is something that I liked, mm-hmm. they were, they said, like, look, you can collaborate as long as you put who you worked with on the paper. Mm-hmm. Like, you're good. So I did like that it was very collaborative in the classes. Mm-hmm. But regarding personal lives, it was mm-hmm. a lot more individualistic in that sense. Yeah. So can you, can you, can you like, paint the picture of the day you decided, hey, I, I need to go back home. I, I need I need to get away from this competitive, individualistic environment that you were in at the time. Yeah, I would say I'll start off with, like, the first moment that I felt like I didn't fit in. Mm-hmm. It was probably, like, one, the first week of school, and I had made some friends. We were having lunch, and the conversation that they were having over lunch was about, like, the different places in Europe. Mm-hmm. And I've never been to Europe, so they were like, <laughs> oh, like, yeah, I really like Paris. And then one of them was like, yeah, but, like, Paris is better for, you know, shopping scene. If you want good food, then you should go to Italy. And I'm like, what? what? Like, the only time I've ever been outside the country was mm. to visit family in Peru. I've never been across the Atlantic. Mm. So and that's why I was like, oh, like, these, like, I kind of don't belong here in that sense. Like, mm. these people are different from me. But I still tried to make it work. And I think what the moment that I felt like I needed to leave Penn, it was after COVID. So when mm-hmm. COVID happened, I was doing my work remotely, my homework remotely. Mm-hmm. So I was getting an Ivy League education while being here in Miami. And for me, that was like a dream come true. Yeah. And then in the fall of, when was it, 2021, mm-hmm. I decided to go back because, you know, they were like, okay, we're going to have in person now. And when I went back, I realized after being in Miami for almost a over a year mm-hmm. after COVID, that like the people that I knew mm-hmm. in Miami compared mm-hmm. to the people that I had met at Penn, like they were good people, mm-hmm. and I met a lot of like great people. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. they those relationships didn't matter as much to me mm-hmm. as the ones that I had back home. Wow. And I felt like I was like, why would I be spending time with people? That for me, mm-hmm. as much as they matter, they didn't matter as much to me as my family, my friends that had grown up my whole life. Mm-hmm. And and I felt like I had also had the chance to be involved a little in Miami, like the community-wise. Mm-hmm. And when I went back to Penn, I was like, I'm, I feel disconnected to my community. Yeah. I feel like I I can't go back and give back to my community mm-hmm. while being at Penn. Yeah, it, it's 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 a funny thing here. Like here in Miami, it's like no matter where you go, everyone is somehow always connected. Yes, Miami like, really is small. It's like, super small. Like I, I like at first when I first came here, I thought like, oh, nobody knows each other. But then like I started to know more people and they're like, oh, you know this person that also knows this person that crazy. also knows this person that also knows this person. So it's like you get to really you really you really feel together and it's also like um i don't know did you did your family emigrate here to the u.s like a while ago were you like a first gen or so first gen in the in the sense that i was the first one born here Mm. i do have an older sister she was also born here Mm -hmm. so yeah they they moved here in the in the 90s Mm -hmm. and 
kind of complicated. I think like they met in mm. Peru, but they got together here yeah, when they yeah. both realized like, oh, you're also here, crazy. Yeah. And so they got together here, got married here. My sister was born here. I was born here, and it was my even though my parents mm-hmm. honestly they both graduated from FIU. They're both FIU alumni. Oh wow. Yeah, they had both. Um, been to college in Peru, they didn't finish, and mm. ended up finishing it here in Miami. Yeah, that's that's good. It's like you you get your your family support because here in Miami, it's like different from Florida. Like we, w- there's this thing of like, if you're from Florida, if if someone tells you, oh, you're from Florida, no, no. I'm from Miami. Yeah, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's own, It's whole. It's its own thing. It's, it's a really nice uh, community for people who are like first gen or in from a Hispanic background. So. When you got here to FIU, you did you decide right away like, oh, I want to be a leader, a president? Was that something you wanted to do right away, or like, how did that how did that happen? So I knew that, like, if I'm being honest, realistically, the level of education that mm-hmm. I was going to get at FIU is not going to be the same mm-hmm. at Penn. Mm-hmm. But I told myself, if the reason that I'm leaving Penn, which mm-hmm. is something you're not like, if you get into an Ivy League, you're not supposed to leave. That's the that's the culture there? Right, that's the culture. Like, and mm-hmm. even, like, so many people told me, like, yo, just stick it through. Like, you're almost there. But I was like, no, like, I'm not happy here. I'm going to mm-hmm. leave. So I knew that if I'm going to make this decision, this, like, unorthodox decision, I have to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. So I told myself, I'm leaving Penn because I want to give back to my community in Miami mm-hmm. and because I want to pursue a career in product management, ultimately. Mm. And that means working on myself Technically and professionally. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what I wanted to do at FIU. I just knew that with my, fr- I'm going to have more free time now mm-hmm. because FIU classes are going to be slightly easier. Mm-hmm. With that free time, I can't just spend it sitting around and also don't want to spend it mm-hmm. like working maybe like retail to get an extra little bit of cash. Yeah. Like I want to do something that helps me towards my future and mm-hmm. that goal of giving back to the local community. So. I started just getting involved in extracurriculars because that's Mm -hmm. all I knew. And that's when I became a member of SHEP. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time throughout my college that I was like, okay, this is my people. Mm -hmm. Because it was people that were smart, that were driven, Mm -hmm. that were interested in engineering, which I found at Penn. The only difference is that they were also Hispanic and they understood me mm-hmm. and my socioeconomic background as well, which mm-hmm. I didn't have at Penn. So it was mm-hmm. that missing puzzle piece that I found at show. So at Penn, it was, it would like make my week whenever mm-hmm. I found someone that would speak Spanish and was in engineering. I was mm-hmm. like, no way, like you're here too? Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. You know, or sometimes the highlight of my day would just be like when I'm walking to class and a car would pass by playing Hispanic music, mm-hmm. like windows down wow. all the way up. And I would, that would just make my day just because here I'm so used to hearing Spanish. Like you go to the doctor's office, mm-hmm. dentist's office, and they're like, you go to Hola. Publix. Yeah. yeah. They, they assume <laughs> you speak Spanish. Yeah. And I guess I wasn't used to that culture shock when I went up there where like my exposure to Spanish just dropped to barely anything mm-hmm. so then whenever i would get that like small sliver in the day of like spanish here spanish there mm-hmm. even if it was like through music mm-hmm. then that would be the highlight of my day mm-hmm. and then here at fiu um it's just so nice the first time that like i had a conversation in spanish it was i had joined the intramural soccer team for shep and and like personally i love playing soccer like i mm-hmm. grew up playing soccer and 
honestly, I just felt so Hispanic in the moment. It's like, oh, like I'm playing soccer, speaking Spanish. Yeah. Like this is this is this, what I like. This you is know? what you like. Yeah, I felt yeah. like I was way just in that moment. I felt more in touch with my roots and my culture than I ever did at Penn. Mm. Were Were you also able to um, like? Did it also help you, like, to be a better engineer? Because I know you want to get into project management, but there's also, like, a benefit to knowing about engineering before you get into project management. Did did that help you having that community there? I would say for sure. Mm -hmm. With something that I knew long-term mm -hmm. was that I wanted to work in South Florida, especially in Miami. Mm -hmm. Like, even when I went to Penn, I was like, if when I graduate, mm -hmm. I'm going to come back down to Miami. Mm -hmm. And most of the jobs are filled networking i think it's like some crazy statistic where mm -hmm. 80 85 percent of jobs mm -hmm. that never get posted because they're filled through networking or they do get posted but really like there's already, already applicants have a thing in the bottom right yeah. and all my networks up at penn were either again in the northeast or in the west coast mm -hmm. none of my networks were in miami which is where i wanted to so i was like how was how's this aligning with my goal mm -hmm. and being at fiu i've been able the network with students mm -hmm. who are going into work in South Florida. I've mm -hmm. been to different networking events for product managers mm -hmm. in South Florida, in Miami. And in that sense, it's really helped me a lot more. It's helped me progress a lot more towards mm -hmm. my goal of being a product manager in Miami mm -hmm. than Penn did. Even though maybe Penn gave me a better technical mm -hmm. education, mm -hmm. I've been able to grow my network where I want it to mm -hmm. grow a lot more here in FAA. What do you think is the benefit of being, you know, having that, your cultural background, how would that help you become a better project manager? Let's say if Joey from Iowa wants to build a startup and he wants to have a really good project manager, what would be the benefit of having someone with a cultural background as a project manager? Yeah, for sure. That's a good question. So one thing that was, I guess I knew to some extent, mm -hmm. but I really came to realize and internalize was how different the cultures are like hispanic wise mm -hmm. or just a community in miami mm -hmm. compared to the rest of the united states like mm -hmm. we're a little microcosm here mm -hmm. and regarding my cultural background i learned that i have an easier time relating to people mm -hmm. because i was exposed to different cultures like yes we're all hispanic but yeah. each country has their own culture and i was mm -hmm. exposed a bunch of different cultures and we're not just hispanics here like we also have like from from haiti mm -hmm. from brazil yeah exactly we have, i've even met people who are from russia really? who are here yeah so i would say we're just such a diverse city mm -hmm. that growing up here you get exposed to all these different cultures all these different ways of thinking and perspectives mm -hmm. so that when you approach me with a problem mm -hmm. instead of automatically thinking what do I like or what do I think is a good solution? Mm -hmm. I start thinking, okay, yeah, maybe I think this is a good solution, but what do other <coughs> populations think? It's actually so interesting you say that because I, I was working on a project with my brother where we were making a website for a concert in um, Paraguay. And we built the website, and it had all these different facet, facets on it. But then my brother went to Paraguay and tested out the app, and it was slow. And you know why it was slow? Because in Paraguay, they don't have as much internet access. So we had to boot, like, make the, make the take down a lot of the elements of the app so that it could run faster because there was, like, 5,000 people using the application. Wow. And so if 
he wasn't there and interacting with the with the customers if you don't know if you're not if you don't have someone who is from that culture then you're not going to be able to build a good product and you yeah. know you just said that you know like having different perspectives of different people will help you build better products and that's why you should get somebody from Miami exactly. yeah because I think like isn't Hispanic cultures we're community-based cultures yeah. like how can we relate to each other but in America it's it's a little bit different because it's a more how can I benefit from you it's yeah. an individualistic culture exactly. like let's very tell me yeah very transactional like let's let me help me like I can do this or and like it, it's it's kind of funny because you're born into this world and for the first five years of your life, you're not alone. Like, you yeah. did not have control over what you, ha what you have to do. You had help from your mom, your family. So what makes you think that if you're going to be successful, you're going to do it alone? It right. makes no sense. Exactly. Yeah. You're only there because of your family and your community. You're And your community. I feel like people think that having community or connecting with other people, it's like, oh, you're, I, we're opposed to each other. But in, in fact, it's more like, no, we can't help each other. There's yeah. no need to compete. Yeah. I think that that's something also like people in engineering have to learn that like there's no need to compete. There's enough opportunities for everyone. And there's no, like when you're like abundant, you don't feel like, oh, they're taking my spot. Exactly. Yeah. There's this there's this idea or like this philosophy where mm -hmm. like one plus one equals three where it's the, the <laughs> like the sum where it's like let's say i bring something to the table mm -hmm. and you bring something to the table and if you add it like separately mm -hmm. like one and then one that's two mm -hmm. but if we combine and combine our ideas combine our perspectives mm -hmm. then we can get to something mm -hmm. that's even better than our individual ideas so that's yeah. why one plus one equals three if we combine our perspective our ideas we can achieve something better than we could have on our own that, yeah, and it's like, if you're going to build a global product, <laughs> why shouldn't your employees also be global? Yeah. Like you need a global perspective you need for a, a global... global yeah. yeah. Wait, you say that again? Yeah, you need a global perspective for a global product. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, I don't know what it is, but like, you can't have bias in products if all your engineers are the same. Yeah, and it, that goes like, even yeah. if you just have... Hispanic employees. Yeah. Like, who's to say your your product is gonna be a hit in Europe if mm. you don't know any? If none of your employees know about Europe. Mm. If you don't have maybe one of those UPenn kids could tell, like you know, in Paris we <laughs> yeah, have the shopping scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when that's when they're useful. That's when they can add to the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> what advice would you have for like a Hispanic engineer who wants to get involved in their community but they don't know how? I would say. Biggest thing, I guess the biggest room for improvement that I've seen for Hispanic students mm -hmm. and that I saw a lot at Penn, because what I try and do is, okay, what are they doing at Penn that we're not doing? What are they doing at these Ivy Leagues that we're not doing? Mm -hmm. And how can how can we incorporate that into our, into our daily habits or our approaches to things? Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing is focusing on professional networking. Mm -hmm. And I found out about like community events through LinkedIn. I mm -hmm. would say... The emphasis on LinkedIn up at the Ivy League is a lot more than here mm -hmm. in Miami. Mm -hmm. And I think if people really dedicated more time to going, like... Having a personal brand. Yeah, having a personal brand, exactly. A, a personal brand is really important, especially, like, and I feel like if we have all of the Miami engineers really build their personal brand they can have such an impact. And, like, a personal brand is not just for, like, 
oh, I'm going to do this to get a job. No, like you can use it if you want to build your own thing. Yes. Or if you want to grow yes. your own thing or you want to promote your own club, organization, if you want to increase the impact that you have on people. And the thing about like your personal brand is that you, you can have it in a genuine approach. Because, you know, from Hispanic cultures, we learn to be genuine. It's like innate in us. Yeah. So there's no reason to like I found that like being more genuine with the personal brand helps helped me better than having than being very transactional. Yeah, 100%. And I think even as you're building your personal brand, you learn things about yourself Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't have otherwise learned. So when you're building it, and maybe you want to post certain specific content as Mm -hmm. part of your brand, and then you realize, you know what, maybe this topic, after studying it so much and doing so many posts about it, I kind of got bored of it. So what Mm -hmm. else is there out out there for me? Mm -hmm. And then you start learning, like, okay, I ended up really being passionate about these topics. Like, I really like posting much more i don't know maybe product management instead of sui like setting up a linkedin account like posting following people that you're interested in Mm -hmm. following companies that maybe they have Mm -hmm. networking events for like for example there's like product management networking events Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't have known that if it wasn't through linkedin Mm -hmm. so if somebody else wants to be i don't know software engineer Mm -hmm. then i would say try and find those communities Mm -hmm. whether it's online or in person Mm -hmm. that where just software engineers in South Florida meet up. And I would say specifically, I think the better ones are in person because mm-hmm. the the online ones, they can be from anywhere. They can be from all around the country. And then what you're going to end up happening is you're going to be in that same demographics that I was in, where mm-hmm. you're the only Hispanic out of 100 people in that mm-hmm. virtual online community. But if you're in person in South Florida, your chances of really connecting with people who understand you mm-hmm. on a much more personal level and cultural level, mm-hmm. it, the chances are, are greater. Thank you so much, Gabriel, for coming on. Is there any way people can reach you? You can always message me on, on LinkedIn, I would say. Mm-hmm. Or Gabriel, Gabriel Quiroz. Gabriel Quiroz on LinkedIn and also any. And I also have a website that's yeah. almost done. Yeah, it's g-q.live. Yeah, I would definitely say that Regardless of where you're listening, where you're listening th- to this mm-hmm. from, just be involved in in Shep. If you're from FIU, get involved in Shep FIU. Mm-hmm. You know we help with technical and professional development. Mm-hmm. If you're at another college, then get involved at their Shep. I, honestly, I think we've been able to change a lot of students' like life trajectories just mm-hmm. from their involvement in Shep. Like so many people have gotten their dream job offers from their involvement, and that's ultimately why I spend so much time as president because mm. of that impact what's the instagram for shep it's shep s-h-p-e f-i-u f-i-u so you can find gabriel on shep f-i-u and also on linkedin that's it awesome thank you so much thank you for listening to the forward thinkers show 